Hello and welcome to Enneagram and Coffee, the podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jane Case, and I am so happy to have coffee with you today. So you may have noticed that it's been a couple of weeks since we posted an episode, and that is because your girl got the flu. And I'm not proud of it because as an Enneagram 7, right before I got the flu, I was bragging about how I never get sick like bragging pretty intensely. And and then guess what? I got sick. Um, the flu's a beast. I think this is my first time having like the flu, like having it intensely. It, it lasted me like two weeks. Like I'm still getting over it. And um, honestly, like this is my second attempt at recording this message, this message, this podcast, um, because I tried to record it the first time and I couldn't stop coughing but I took some DayQuil and we're back to it. So thank you guys so much for your patience while I was out for a couple of weeks and I'm excited to be back. Just a little heads up, I am recording in my Airbnb in California. So you might hear dogs barking or kids playing outside, things like that, that I can't really help. But I'm really excited to be here talking to you from California. I'm in Ojai for a getaway retreat, kind of business, spiritual thing. So I'm really excited about that. And I'm sure it's going to bring about some awesome insight and wisdom that I can bring and share with you. But for today, um, we're here with another behind the curtain episode, and we're talking all about paid sponsorships. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Um, I think this is an interesting topic because you know, with these behind the curtain episodes, I love it because I get to have very candid conversations with you. Um, so I get to be a lot more honest and direct than maybe I would be otherwise. Um, not because I have anything to hide, but more so just because I, you know, I have a job to do. (laughs) And so most of the times I'm focusing on my job at hand, which is really just serving you good content about the Enneagram. So we don't really have a space for this very often, but I'm excited about these episodes because I get to be really direct and honest with you about my experience. All of that to say, the reason we're talking about paid sponsorships is because the meanest comments I receive on Enneagram and Coffee come when I do things to monetize the account. It's like crazy the things people will say, like, you're a bad person, you're so selfish, you're so greedy how dare you? And it's strange for me because I, I come from a business background. Like I've been, been in business since 2007. And so I know that where I put my time, I need to be compensated for, right? Like do I, and I don't think you should, you know, if you're spending your time and your energy on something, you should be paid for it. And I feel like I should be paid for it too. You know, when it comes to sponsorships, I think it's important to make sure that it's fun and relevant but not because it's like morally wrong to get paid for your work, but because it would bore your audience and you would lose their interest. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like I'm hawking face cream at you when you come for Enneagram content. You know, I try to make sure it's relevant to what we do, like what we did with Fox, where it's, I'm going to do those kind of memes anyway. So I might as well do them for interesting shows that I think are fun to watch and get paid for it or 
make it directly helpful, like the partnership we did with Ian Cron or the tapping workshop that we did, things like that. So I try to think about, you know, like, what is it that offends people about this? Like, why do they feel like it's like offensive and like awful and selfish and terrible? Like what the worst thing you could possibly do. And my best guess is that like, maybe they feel powerless in some way. Like maybe they're angry at big money and think that I am big money somehow. I think that sometimes people see a a large following number and they assume that it equates like directly to a large financial income somehow. And I think like what on the back end of that, you guys should know is that like, if I I could have like 500,000 followers and not make a dime, like if I didn't put in the work, if I didn't find ways to monetize it, I could be spending all of my time working on this account and not make any money off of it. And a lot of people do that. A lot of people have like millions of followers and a day job and um, they're tired and they burn out and they give up and they quit, you know? And for me, I love this work. I want to sustain it. I want to keep doing it. The other thing I think is like, maybe they wish we didn't live in a capitalist society, um, which y'all I get. And they want to see like big change, but they aren't seeing that change. And so they don't want anyone to find a way to thrive in this society because they resent the society itself. And I honestly say they, but like, I totally understand that perspective. I think I also you know, have bills to pay and have a retirement that I want to save for, things like that. And maybe they see it as like selling out or being greedy, which they have told me directly they see it as selling out or being greedy. So that's not really as much a guess as it is what they say. And I wonder what that means. Like, I don't, I just have, I don't have the experience of watching other people succeed or even try to succeed and want them to stop. Like, I just want everyone to get paid for the work they do. I think sometimes our criticism of other people comes from the belief that we aren't worthy in the same way. And I think people deserve better than that belief. I think that when I see other people succeed, I see it as an opportunity. You know, it's like this place where I'm able to, I'm like, oh, well, they monetize that. I could monetize that. And I think sometimes, maybe depending on your worldview, it can feel the opposite. It can feel like if they're doing that, then I can't, or I need to prove that because I'm not doing that, it's wrong in some way. And I just don't see the world like that. And it kind of makes me sad that other people do because I want better for them, you know? At the end of the day, like, I don't know why people don't want me to monetize Enneagram and Coffee, but you know, their feelings are valid and I think they deserve tending to not by me, (laughs) by themselves and their family and their therapists and their support plan. Um, Ultimately, at the end of the day, like it has nothing to do with me. And that's been really hard. A lot of times when I receive a message that says like, you're terrible. And I, I say, Hey, heads up. I'm a person. That's not very nice. Why would you send that to me? You know, people usually come back with like, I'm going through a hard time. Here's what's going on with me. And the reality is like, that's not ethical behavior to be going through a hard time and to treat someone else terribly because you hurt. And I am sorry you're hurting. I am. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Like it is not easy and it's so lonely to be in pain, but it's not, you deserve better. I deserve better than your triggered response to me making a living, right? 
So anyway, I say all that to say, I imagine that, you know, by, based off of our type patterns, we may be triggered differently by how other people succeed or don't succeed or try to succeed and how that affects our opinions of our own success. Now, here's what I want you to know about me monetizing my account. Before I started Enneagram and Coffee, I worked for myself full-time. I had been four years. So all of my time was how I was making my money. So I had to give things up in order to make time for what Enneagram and Coffee became. Like we've talked about before, it shocked me, you know, when it blew up, it blew up fast and I had to quickly organize so that I could sustain the amount of effort it would take to be consistent. So I had to give up things like one-on-one client calls, incubators. I used to do these like week-long intensives where I would fly out to different people in different countries and help them start different countries, different cities, and help them start their business. And that was a large source of income. It was also very time-consuming. I used to do a lot of one-on-one work. I would do a lot of online courses. And I had another account that I was intentionally growing and another podcast that I was intentionally growing. But at this point, I have one other income source that isn't directly affiliated with Enneagram and Coffee. It's called the Brave Collective. It's my membership community. um, And I love it, but it's the only thing. Everything else is Enneagram and Coffee related because that's where my time is going. Enneagram and Coffee is the primary income source for my entire family. (laughs) Like me, my husband works for me, our seven-year-old. We live off of the income that I make here. This pays my CFO and my podcast manager. And, you know, it's not just me, right, that we're supporting here. This saves for taxes, invests in my education, pays for my continued Enneagram trainings, as well as business education so that I don't run this all into the ground. And it's, you know, my family's primary income and all, so I really need it to be sustainable. But even beyond me and our account, I have a rant. Because I get some of the concerns about influencers, right? Because sometimes they aren't ethically monetizing their platforms, right? There's some room for false advertisement. There's unrealistic body image nonsense that happens. And, you know, and I think what ultimately happens is sometimes when people are creating content just to get paid, you end up as a consumer of the content, not receiving the content that you joined for. But there are so many people online that I think do this well. And I believe that we do this well too. I think the trick is that you just have to have guidelines for your sponsored content, you know, make sure it's relevant to your audience, make sure that you're doing it in a fun way, and then continue to give content that isn't sponsored, you know, make sure that your ratios are accurate. But my rant here is that I truly believe that if influencing were a male-dominated industry, we wouldn't be seeing as much pushback. And that might make some of you guys kind of flare up. But I really do think that we're used to the trope that women aren't meant to be breadwinners. That when women find ways to make a dollar, we trivialize it and push back against it. And what really stinks is what I want more than anything is women making money. I want women and people of color and marginalized communities making so much money that they are the decision makers in our society. At least that they are equitable in our society. That's how I feel. And I think at the end of the day, like outside of that... For me, Enneagram and coffee isn't a hobby. It started as a fun thing that I loved, but that changed the moment it started taking most of my time. I have to operate as a business or this thing will fizzle out and die. 
And I think it's important work. And I think people should be paid for their time, paid for their work. With all of that being said, I'm going to say something that I think might be shocking. But at the end of the day, you are the decider for your social media. You can unfollow me at any time. In fact, that's the relationship we've created here. It's me giving and giving and giving and you deciding if it's what you want to receive. But let me be clear, from here on out, I will be operating with the confidence of a mediocre white man as we move forward. I will assume that I deserve to be paid for my work and that I deserve to be paid well enough to plan for retirement. Because I don't want to simply survive because my job is on the internet and because I'm a woman. I want to thrive. I want to live a stable, exciting existence. And it's amazing that I get to do that by working on the internet. And it's a beautiful thing when I see other people do the same. So... Thank you guys for those of you who are get it. Like those of you who are like, yeah, girl, make your money, run your business, do your job. Thank you so much for understanding and getting it. For those of you who are like, I still don't get this. I have like resistance here. I encourage you to do the work inside of yourself to understand what's coming up for you. What money stories do you have that make you feel like you can't do the same? Who told you that this was wrong? Who told you that thriving was evil. Where does it come from? Really explore that with yourself, with your health, your mental health therapist, your therapist, your coach, whoever you can talk to. Explore the idea because it's something worth exploring. You are worth exploring. But at the end of the day, I know what is right for me in my home. I know what's right for me and my family and for my future. And that is to do this amazing work that I love and to get paid for it. Thank you guys so much for those of you who stuck with me. Is this the most controversial one that I've ever done? I think it might be. If you're into that, um, leave me a rating review on iTunes. Uh, the reviews really are important to us podcasters. They're kind of how we get the podcast out to new listeners. So it would mean a lot to me if you would leave a rating review on iTunes. And sometimes people leave kind of harsh ones. So if you leave a nice one, it balances it out for me. I would super appreciate it. And um, thanks for being here. I will see you in the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.